Hi, and welcome back to Intro to Adulting, our mother-daughter podcast where we discuss all things adulting. Today, we are going to talk about how to not raise a fucking psychopath. Well, it's going to be a little (laughs) bit nicer than that. We're going to talk about how to prepare your son for dating. Kind of the same thing. Yeah, so, um, no. But before we do talk about that, let's just catch up a little bit. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen you at all this week. You've been very busy. What's going on with you? Uh, everything's been good. I have a couple of dates this week I'm super excited for. So does that mean that you are totally done with your ex? Exes? <laughs> exes? It's ex. only one ex. ex. It's only one ex. And yes, I think I'm officially done with it. I haven't told you this, but I had... So we had kind of been on and off, you know, trying to figure out what the heck is going on. We thought we could be, you know, just friends. No, we had a whole podcast about that. How you can't be friends with your exes. I know, I know. It takes a couple of times. But <sighs> so I thought we could be friends, you know, and we I went out one night with him. This is totally me exposing myself, but I went out one night with him. I was like, I just want to go out, dress up, look cute, go have a couple drinks, and then, you know, go back, have some fun, whatever. And so, <laughs> okay, I don't need the judgy looks. And so we do that and then I we had we start having he brings up like a little argument we start arguing and at the end of the day what I told him which I told my girlfriend when I was ranting to her my brunch shift I was like I told him I was like first of all like you have no right to be getting mad Mm -hmm. over anything I was like at the end Mm -hmm. of the day you chose to walk away you chose to not want to be in this relationship after I told you that I wanted to make it work with you so no you don't you can't be getting mad about other guys that try to talk to me or other guys or other situations you can't be getting mad at certain things at the end of the day because you chose to not want to commit to me and he's bringing up shit from the past I'm like what is that going to do that's not yeah. going to change anything that's a huge red flag that's girlfriend. the thing i know and it's just like so annoying because at the end of the day you can't what is he saying eat your cake and what's like cake you can't saying? eat your cake and have it too no, it's not it. I, I don't, don't fucking know what the fucking saying is, but <laughs> that's think. like he wants me to like even when we're not dating, he wants me to be completely loyal to him. Oh jeez, girlfriend. That's really? what I know. And but at this point, this is this night I blew up on him. And I hate to say it because I don't usually yell, but I yelled like I did when I was in my first very toxic relationship in high school. Mm-hmm. I have never yelled like that, but I yelled at him. I wasn't drunk, anything like that, but I was livid. I needed to get the point across him that I don't owe him anything. I was like, I don't owe you anything. At the end of the day, you are the one that chose to walk away, and you cannot be expecting this, this, this yeah. from me. And you're lucky that I'm even open to, to maintaining our communication. Yes, to doing, you know, hooking up going, and, you know, whatever, going out and having fun, whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> the fact that I'm even, like, going out with you and, like, I and I told him, I was like, it's literally ridiculous that we can't even go out and do this and have fun and you're still finding an argument like to and we're not even dating you know what i mean i hope that oh god my voice is sore my voice is literally sore from yelling at him when was this this was a couple nights ago oh is that when you hid your location from me all right you my best friend both like your location was hidden i was like yes she knows me she knows me so well and so i know you you too anyways so he's toxic i need to break the cycle i know i'm better than that and it's just like I, I feel like there's some people that have been in that situation where you know they keep they well, have to do it and do it until it figured out times, I know yeah. it's annoying and I, the thing was I went in the intentions after we established what we were after not having it working out 
And then I was like, great, we're just going to have this and that's it. But then he still chooses to start arguments with me. And I'm like no. over it. So now I'm, I have turned the last and hopefully I'm going to put that out there. The final page of that chapter and I'm moving on. Good. And it's not like, you know, no offense. I don't care if you listen to this, but it's not like he had anything going for him. You know, mm-hmm. that's really sad to say. But yeah. since he was getting his career going. But, you know, like, it's not like he... Well, maybe he could just focus on that, and then... I wish him the best. I'm not a person that wishes evil on him, but he does need some help, and whatever. But I hope (laughs) he gets that and finds whoever his partner is and is happy. We need to have, like, little segments, like, maybe once a month, like, dating updates with Serena. With, like, chaotic (laughs) dating life? Oh, God. because I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to it. My poor friends can't keep up. I doubt these people that listen to us can keep up with it. But oh. how was your, what's going on with you, oh. girlfriend? I finally found out about that writing contest. Oh, yeah. So if no one I, has been listening in order of the episodes, my mom did this writing. I would just tell them what it is. It was like a just a writing contest. You had 100 words. They gave you a genre. They gave you like a word that you had to use in the story. And it would had like some of them were suspense. Some of them were comedy. Mm-hmm. Mine was suspense. Um, and I got my feedback it was, I didn't even make it in the top 50. Wait, but so what were, so what cut did you make? I didn't make the cut at all. So they only give you the top 15. Okay. And then they don't tell you where your ranking is after that. I mean, they did have good feedback. So they, what they said, because at first I was like, oh man, they're going to say you suck ass and don't be writing ever again. Um, no, the feedback was really good. They liked my verbiage. I liked my use of figurative language, uh-huh. um, but they didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they weren't like, they couldn't keep up with the story. Yeah, they were like, okay, what's happening? Because it was like only 100 words. What was your story about? It was about hiding from a parent who is angry. Aww. So. <laughs> well, it's okay. Well, you guys still got so, out of your comfort zone. and you, I know. But you it, was, it was good. It was just, um, it wasn't, in all, in all honesty, I did it two hours before the deadline, and it was due at midnight, and so I was like, at 10 o'clock, I'm like, oh, shit, I was supposed to work on that. Mm-hmm. Like, was procrastinating. Oh, for once. <laughs> I know. Um, but it was it was nice. It was it was, it was was nice to get the feedback. So That's it was good. pretty cool, but yeah, it was sad. Oh, well. That's but, okay. Yeah. So um, I thought we would talk about this topic because um, I do have a teenage son, and I have a teenage nephew, and... Um, more than one, and one of them is dating, and so I thought we would it would be a good topic to how to prepare your child to date. Mm-hmm. Now we are going to focus on boys. Yes, girls can be psychos too. Girls mm-hmm. can be abusive. I girls remember can I was a little psycho when I was in oh high school. We all went to that little phase. Yes, it's not only so boys. It's but... not only boys, but ninety percent. And I looked up the statistic: ninety mm-hmm. percent of perpetrators of domestic violence are men. Wow. So I thought, you know what? What are I mean? What is going on with these these men that are just like freaking out because their girlfriends leave them? You listen to a lot of true cops. Uh, sorry, true crime. Yes, so, yeah. Do you hear like the stories of like sometimes how they were brought up? No, I don't. No, no, I don't. Because they always focus on the victim, which they should. Mm-hmm. But so I thought, okay, you know what? What's the thing? One thing in common that all these, you know, people that grow up to be healthy and like, um, you know, have healthy mindsets and are, you know, yeah, you get upset, but you don't freak out and kill your girlfriend. Oh, you know God, what I mean? Or yeah. become abusive. So a lot of, um. A lot of violence is learned from parents. 
mm-hmm. you know, people that, um, boys that grow up in violent households, they see their father do it. And there are some that grow up and they don't, they're not violent. They, yeah. they break that cycle. Um, but they grow up and then, you know, the ones that typically tend to act on that and become controlling and possessive and yeah. violent, they have distorted beliefs about power and control. So I thought we would just talk about kind of just starting young mm-hmm. when they're younger and then kind of move into the teenagers. So I think when, and some of the stuff that I was reading about, um, you know, when they're young, not when they're teens, but when they're like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten. Yeah. You know, that they need to be involved in their own care. So their own grooming, their, you know, I, I'm teaching your brother, your brother knows how to do his own laundry. He's, he's a good cleaner. He, he, cooks. he cooks just because they learn that it's not a woman's job. If they're able to take care of they themselves. They can be self-sufficient. Yes. Well, and if they can take care of themselves, they can do their own laundry. They can wash their, they clean their bathroom. You know, they know how to groom themselves. They, they know how to. have to depend on a woman to do yes. that then. Or expect a woman to do yes. that. Yes. I mean, I think. I yeah. guess you can say that because, like, there's some men that, you know, their moms did everything for them. Yes. And then when they get a wife, they expect that whole thing. Like, well, my, my mom did this for me. And then yeah, the they, wife. They expect that. They figure the woman's yeah. going to take care of it. Like, but Oof. I think when you teach them young to take care of their own selves, mm-hmm. then I think that they learn that, okay, this is my personal job. This is not the job of my girlfriend, my or wife, or, or my partner, woman. or whatever. Yeah, or my partner. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the one thing I... Um, that I was, I was reading about. And the other thing was caring for others. Teach your young men, your boys, children to develop. I mean, help them develop empathy mm-hmm. for others. How oh, do you, yeah. how does that feel? Or how do you think your friend felt when and you I think did that? I saw that somewhere. Like you actually like, don't you have to like teach empathy or is it like, I forgot something with like, well, a- I think, I think maybe by human nature, we're empathetic human beings. Mm-hmm. We feel for others. But I think when your needs are not met, mm-hmm. and that goes like back to I think really really young, when one of your needs is not met and nobody's caring for you, mm-hmm. you're not going to care for others. I don't think you learn how to care for others unless you somebody is loving you. And I think somebody it has to be taught caring, too in yeah. a way, you know, like from what you whether your parents do to you because you know it's really sad. But you see some of these kids that get neglected and they don't. They weren't they taught empathy it. from their parents. Yeah, they don't develop That's why it. they lack certain things when they're adults and they have traumas and stuff is because they lack mm. some of that stuff yes. when they were growing up. Yeah. So I think we need to all teach our children how to be empathetic. And, and part of that is freaking be there for your child. You know, be there when they're upset and validate their emotions. That's the next one. Encourage them to express their feelings. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry it's okay to cry. I think we're, and I think we're getting out of that shift, but for a long time, men didn't cry. You were considered, you know, weak if you cried or showed any kind of emotion. Mm -hmm. So I think part of that whole empathy thing is allowing your young boys when they're, you know, growing up to encourage them to express their feelings and put words to their feelings. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that would be very, I mean, so they can yeah, they're not holding it all in. I could say, like, um, grandpa is like that and dad, you know, in a way where they yeah, don't really express their feelings. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that generation, though. Yeah. Where they didn't express anything, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah, and it's just sad. But I'm, like, glad to see, like, I do see a lot of the younger parents nowadays, like, around my age, that are showing their kids, you know, just 
feel what they feel and feel their feelings and have their mm-hmm. own little voice and make sure that they're being heard and yeah and I and I've made sure to tell you and your brother it didn't matter that he was a boy and you were a girl if you're upset it's okay to cry Mm -hmm. it's okay to be angry it's okay to be frustrated it's okay to be disappointed I think it's important that we put words to those feelings so they can acknowledge them because I think once you acknowledge those feelings then you can learn to deal with them and work through them and you're not just stuck in this festering anger thing so but I think once they get into teenage years. So mm-hmm. this is more, this is more what I've been doing right now with, with you. I did it with you and I did it with your Like in middle school, brother. high school. Yeah. Like once they start getting to that point where they're possibly going to be dating mm-hmm. is to let them know that you will get your heart broken. Oh God, yeah. It is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, um, when I was first counseling my very first year being a high school counselor, um, my very first student that came into my office that was upset, big football player. I just remember this big football player. This was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Big football player, had his letterman jacket, good looking kid, came in, like, can I close the door? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, close the door. Whatever you're comfortable with. Closed the door, sat in my chair, and just burst into tears. What'd you do? I was like shocked because I was like, please tell me you like gave him a hug or something. No, when you give him a hug, but I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? And yeah, you're very upset. And his girlfriend had dumped him. They had a big game that night. I think it might've been homecoming, oh, but his girlfriend had just dumped him and he was just so upset. And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So, I mean, I think it's important that you let your children know that they will get their heart broken. I know it is important to let them know that <sighs> it is going to happen. And I see it. I understand that. And it's going to happen more than once. Oh God. Yeah. And it's normal. Yeah, it is. It's normal. But Everybody at that goes age, through it. you feel like that is like, well, just because you never, like, I remember when I had my first um, boyfriend that was sophomore. I think it was like later sophomore uh, year. I thought it was junior. I think it was beginning of junior year and yeah. sophomore year. It was one of those. But you feel like it's like everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you feel like it's like, it's your first love. You know, you think yeah. you want it to last and you're experiencing what it is and you're trying to figure it out. But I guess what I wish I would have done is I wish what I've also would have heard from you is like date multiple people, date multiple people. Like, and yeah. don't be serious with everyone. Cause you didn't yeah. tell me that, which is fine. You know, you, yeah. you know, but like I had a lot of girlfriends that like, you know, they, they dated a lot of people and stuff like that and they never committed to anyone. And you never That's know. Smart. There are some people yeah. that like marry their, it's not very rare, but some people do marry their high school sweetheart. Not everyone, not most people. It's rare. Mm-hmm. It's I think out of my whole graduating class. Yeah. There is one couple that is still married to this day. That's crazy. Well, and one of my nephews is in a relationship, and he swears that she's the one. Oh, they are they are oh going to be God. juniors next year, and that I guess her parents were high school sweethearts. So he's like, well, it can be possible. I'm like, yes, but statistic <sighs> statistically, you're not going to meet your soulmate. You're not going to meet your forever person. You're not going to meet mm-hmm. that person in high school, probably not even college, maybe not until your 20s or 30s, yeah. you know, but I think that's okay though. It's fun. Yeah, and that's to, like, okay. So like, it's fun to like, if I could tell like what I tell uh, my brother is I'm just like, I was like, have fun date. Don't take anything too seriously. Yes. Have fun in high school. I was like, 
yes, it feels like that's a lot, like, these moments, like, this whole little chapter in your life, but it mm-hmm. is supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be messy and chaotic, but I was like, enjoy it, because once you're out of it, you can't go back. Yeah. And so do things that get out of your comfort zone, like, go to the games, go to, like, little events, go to the yes, parties, you know that's how I mean? you're going to meet people. I told him, I was like, no pressure, I'm my um, cousin, so my brother's uh, cousin, brother's cousin, the one that he goes your to cousin, school with yeah. together. He, it's so cute because I see them post his little TikToks of like, you know, <laughs> him and his girl and it's like my home and then it's like the girl oh, and I'm just like, I look at them and I'm like, oh, I was like, I remember that. Like, I remember yes. doing those sappy, young my love things. Person. Oh yeah. My home. Like, I was just like, and I like, I, I genuinely hope like, you know, he it is the one but he does need to know that you have the possibility to get hurt and that's okay and you're going to be okay yes that that's the thing i think though a lot of teenagers don't realize is that everybody goes through it you're not the only one it feels like you're alone oh yeah when when you're going through this a a heartache or breakup or Mm -hmm. you, you know ending it it feels like you're the only one in the world that I remember. And that's when I was, you know, when these students would come in, I really would try to remember what it was like because I remember being devastated. Yeah. I remember writing, this is back before the internet and email, I remember writing letters to my, you know, my friend, I can't believe this, I just want to die, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And just, and then you look back, you're like, oh, you know, oh, so that's why, Yeah, like, was I, I really, like, going to die? So that's why I encourage kids, too, mm-hmm. and boys. You should encourage your young men, journal. Because you can then go back, mm-hmm. like, you can write, write down your feelings. Oh, I'm feeling this. I'm devastated. How am I going to survive? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Choose my everything. And then, you know, after... So time, time goes by, you can go back it. and you can be like, oh my God, I was so upset. But I do you that know now. Now I've survived this. Yeah, I do that now. I look back at my journal entries and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, I was so dramatic. And then I'm like, and look where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, you know, in the moment, it's good to get all of your feelings out on paper and like, just get it all out there. And then you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, like, look at where I'm at now. You know, not everything is going to last forever. And like, like whatever you're going through, you'll go through it. Like just all the chaos in my life. Like I know I'm always gonna get through it. Like I'm always yeah. like, it's fine. It just goes in waves, and I it goes in waves up and down. Life's like a roller coaster. Exactly. It's cliche, but it's true. And I think, you know, they really need to know that your partner. We're talking about boys, but your partner, um, your girlfriend, boyfriend. They owe you nothing. They don't owe you an explanation. And that's the one thing that I keep trying to to pound into, into your brother's head yeah. is that they owe you no exclamation. Mm-hmm. She can break up for you. She can break up with you for any reason. Yeah. She doesn't owe you an explanation. Mm-hmm. Your partner does not owe you an explanation. You need to learn to respect that. Yeah. And you can ask, you know, you can definitely ask and say, what did I do? You know, they might give you an answer. They might not. But you cannot always push the matter. Get that closure, which is very hard for yeah, yeah. people any at any age to hear. That's you're not hard. Always, you're yeah. not always going to get it. You're not, you're not. and I've got to accept that too. Sometimes I'm not always going to get the answers, and it can that take I, that I want or need. But I'm like, then what's it going to do? It's not going to make a difference. Honestly, it's not. I mean, you're not going to be able to go back and fix anything because the relationship is over. They've chosen to mm-hmm. move on, yeah. regardless of the reason. I remember I was in this relationship before I met your father and, um, it took me a while 
it took me a while and I was older, like in my twenties to, mm-hmm. to close, to get closure in that. And I think how old part- are you? Well, it's like I said, I met your dad. So like 22, 23. Oh gosh. I know. So, um, it was just difficult. It's hard, but at some point you need to be like, okay, I don't have closure. Nothing I can do is going to change this. You don't want to turn into a stalker, you know what I mean? And try to force this person because the more you do that, the more you're just going to push the person away Mm -hmm. permanently. Yeah. So, I mean, if you get broken up with, they know, they owe you no explanation. That's what I keep telling your brother. Just want to make sure you're aware she owes you nothing. And that goes for throughout the relationship. Mm-hmm. Her no is her no. Exactly. Or their no is their no. I think it's important for, like, the parents to teach their son's manners. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why, like, you're very adamant. Like, even um, my grandma, when we go out, or Nana, they, like, are super adamant on the boys, like, the younger boys. Mm-hmm. My brother and my cousin mm-hmm. opening the doors. Yes. Like, you know, just I'll being, stand there. Yeah, just When we go to gentleman. the store, if, if your brother's with me, I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you need to open my door. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you also need to teach them to be chivalrous. Be, you know, be respectful. You know, Mm -hmm. the other day we were walking and I dropped my keys or something and I'm standing there and I'm like, Hey, and he's like, what, what? I'm like, can you, you know, if, if you notice that somebody dropped something specifically your mother or your girlfriend or grandmother or anybody, pick it up, Mm -hmm. you know, just pick it up. You know, I shouldn't have to ask you. So, I mean, these are all little things that you need to be teaching them to be, you know, just to be helpful and to be respectful and to be chivalrous and, mm-hmm. you know, open the door. Um, and, 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 and this is important. Respect her boundaries. If yeah. She's got boundaries. Respect her boundaries. Respect her no. Always. But yes, always be respectful of her boundaries. Always ask. Yeah. You know, I think long Don't gone are the days. Assume. Yes. I think long gone, long gone are the days where... You could just grab somebody and kiss them or yeah. hug them or, you know, I be at, I, and I know it might be overly cautious, but I, think it's I tell cute. your brother, can I hold your hand? Yeah. Can I can kiss I, you? Yeah, I've had like older you? guys ask me that. I'm like, that's kind of cute. I was like, sure. Yeah. Kiss me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. You want to be respectful of boundaries and you mm-hmm. want to make sure it feel permit. safe. Yes. You know I mean? Yes, definitely. And you, you don't want to be over assuming something. Yeah. And then the last thing. And I told you this, and we've all been guilty of this, of this. Keep your friends. Keep your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Keep your outside interests outside of your relationship. And my God, I was the worst in high school. I would get a boyfriend, and then that was it. Goodbye, friends. Yeah. I had <laughs> I a friend like that, anything, and I won't know? say her name, but I have a friend like that where uh, like she just totally consumes herself with her partner. And I'm just like, she doesn't make time to go out for friends, like put time aside. Like she was a friend that used to come to like, we used to invite her to family events. Like she would come to oh, Christmas. Yeah. But then she, once she gets a boyfriend, she just goes MIA and then she stops, doesn't even text anymore. I'm like, okay, like that's fine. And I get it. I've been, I've had partners and I've been all about them like I'm always with them but I will still make time for my girlfriends or I'll still at least text them and be like oh sorry like I have this like can we do a different day like I always keep them in the loop of what's going on well and it's important because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. when you're young junior high high school college and you're dating somebody when if Mm -hmm. heartbreak occurs a breakup occurs 
you still want to have your support system around you. Yeah. Your friends, you know, your hobbies to distract you, your sports. Exactly. You know, if you isolate yourself with this one person and then all goes to shit and, you know, or hell in a handbasket, yeah. then you're alone. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I think that's very, gonna be very there important. For you. It's sad, but it's know. true, you know, and you need to teach them healthy love. You need to teach them how to receive love healthy because at the same time, yes, we can go on and on about how, you know, you need to be do this for young boys and stuff like that and help them grow up. But they also need to be, even young boys can get attacked by young girls. Talk, yeah. I've known the most toxic girls ever. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I was a girl and I've seen some crazy stuff of abusive girls. So yeah, also girls can definitely be abusive. Yeah, we won't go into that, but at the same time, like you need to teach him as he, if he knows what healthy love is, then he'll be able to recognize what healthy love is. That's a good point. It is. What is healthy love? What does that look like? I think it's just someone respecting you, respecting your boundaries, mm -hmm. respecting your space and your time, you know, and uh, like, they have to understand that you are your own person. Yes. You are your own person. They are their own person. And I think that it just comes down to that. At the end of the day, you're two of your own people. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's yeah. a really good point. It Keep is. some healthy love. Because, mm -hmm. yes, 90% of domestic violence is perpetrated by the men. Yes, that, that is true. Mm -hmm. But there are girls out there, too, who are just controlling and yeah. just as possessive. And that can be violent. Exactly. And, and so, violent, I hope they know, like, violent is different in so many ways. It doesn't mean just hitting. Mm -hmm. It could also be verbal, mental. Like, it could be, you know, just cutting somebody down. You know what I mean? That is, like, one of the biggest things that I will cut off so soon. And I will call out if I'm, like, talking to a guy, if he talks condescending to me. If he talks down to you, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, don't like talk to stupid. me like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like... Or just, like, in a tone, I'm like, no, where that's not okay. That's not going to happen. So, like, they just need to know. And I think that, like I said, at the and end of the day, that, you're what, aware of when, it. When a guy does that, when you talk down mm -hmm. to your partner and you are condescending and you are, like, mansplaining, oh, God, basically uh... what you're saying is your thoughts, your values, your beliefs are... Uh, minimal compared to mine mm -hmm. you're telling them basically i know more than you you need to listen to me yeah. that's no that is a huge red oh, flag God. i know even the one guy my ex-partner that i was dating we were just like you know having like a talk and uh -huh. stuff like that and a lot of the stuff didn't line up like my beliefs didn't believe with his beliefs like i was talking about like spirituality and like you know spirits and like your soul and whatever like mm -hmm. that and we were just going back and forth and i just look at him and i was like that's okay if you don't believe what i believe like or if you don't believe that this is real or what i'm talking to you but i was like you still have to respect it yeah was he making fun of it it or? was more just like he was just like telling me that i'm wrong and that's oh, like it's not no. and i'm like it's okay i was like we don't have to agree we're not gonna agree on everything i was like yeah. by the end of the day you have to at least respect what what yes. my beliefs are and i respect what you believe that's like any religion unless yes. you're a freaking crazy person and you can't get behind the fact that there's multiple thousands of religions and beliefs and like and everybody believes the theirs is the one or the, you know no one and those yeah. people need help that you yeah. believe you're the you your mind and your beliefs are the They're only ones and everyone deal. else is unvalid like those people yeah. literally need help 
Yeah, and that's a good. That's a really good point. Be respectful of their beliefs and whatever they enjoy doing. Don't yeah. be making fun of them or putting them down. Oh, for their or... hobbies. That's that yes. is a huge thing. If it's if your freaking partner likes to knit or like you know <laughs> stick collect stickers or just like goofiest things, it's like support them in what they do. Yes, oh, you goodness. don't you. They don't have to become like you. Yeah. Allow them to be their own person. They are. That's what it yes. all ties down to is you are your own person. They are their own person. And, and you're just your two. You're, you're two people that are coming together to enjoy each other's company. Exactly. You're not there to change somebody. Mm-hmm. You're not there to convince them to behave a certain way. You accept them the way you are yeah. or the way they are. And snap. I know. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. They do it in poetry slams where they just like, it's a way of clapping. (laughs) So it's not so intense. Yeah. But seriously, that's all good, valid points. So start from when they're young. Teach them to validate their feelings. Give them words for those intense feelings that they have when they're little. Teach them to care for others. Yes. Mm -hmm. Teach them to take care of themselves. So then they're not depending on other people to care for Mm -hmm. themselves. And then when they're teenagers, you know, teach them that. You will get your heart broken, and it's okay. I'm here for you. We are going to yeah. work through this together. Be there and I've always them. told you, when you break up with somebody, you and I've, I've told this to your brother too, I'm kind of just starting to prepare him, you can take the good things. There's always going to be some good. Yeah. Take those good things. And hold on to those good things. Look for it. And then look for those good things yeah. in your next exactly. relationship. I always say that. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, I was like, yeah. there's always something you can take away from something. I've heard yes. that. I've said this so many times. I said yes. it to all my friends. I was like, even the shitty relationships, I was like, I've always taken something and grow from it. Yes. So. And those bad things, leave those behind and use those as red flags in your next relationship. Exactly. It's like relationships are like climbing a stair, mm-hmm. a staircase. You're going up, you're going up, you're going up. You're learning. You're leaving behind yeah. the baggage. You're taking the good stuff with you until you, you have get to. The top. Or you're gonna you stay in the to. same spot and repeat yes. the same cycles. And that's okay because I'm telling myself that now. As I'm <laughs> yes, she's still learning. I'm and still that's learning. Totally, I'm telling you, we need to do. Uh, we need to do like a figure out a little like a dating corner, like a dating update once a week. Where oh, we can just God. discuss all your dates. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we're gonna keep on topic with dating and we're going to review dating apps Yeah, because you are using how many apps have you used? I've used two apps. Two apps, just two. Mm -hmm. And then my sister who is also dating. I'm so excited. As an older, well, she's like, I love my aunt. She's like in her forties. So she's going to talk about the apps that she's using. She's my Aquarius. Yes. And so we're going to talk about the good things and the bad things. I am just going to kind of sit back and facilitate because, I haven't dated since 1993. Oh gosh, why would you call yourself out like that? Oh well, I'm super excited for that episode, and I'm super excited for Angie to come on. It's gonna be be so much fun. Yes. Well, we always appreciate you guys for listening. You know where to find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed our little podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple or wherever you listen. You can also email us at intro to adulting pod at gmail.com. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Yes. Thank you for joining Bye. us. See you Bye. later.